Detroit's Belle Isle transition from city control to a state park back in 2014, it was a pretty big deal, especially with Detroit's bankruptcy filing making headlines. And amidst all that chaos, Belle Isle was kind of left hanging. Like, you know, just imagine going to the park and finding that all the bathrooms were closed. It's kind of crazy, right? But here we are today with Belle Isle thriving once again. And joining us on the JR Morning Live line to talk more about it is Maud Lyons. She is interim president and CEO of the Belle Isle Conservancy. Maud, good morning. It's great to have you here. Good morning. It was it was a rough time for Belle Isle before the state takeover, and I remember the controversy surrounding it, but, you know, it was challenging. But there's been all these significant improvements now over the last 10 years, with the main beneficiaries being really the residents of Detroit and the surrounding communities. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the whole city was in such tough shape. I mean, the, 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 there was just no way the city could take care of any of its parks. And Belle Isle really needs to be the jewel in the crown. The, the, it's the park that, that everyone is beloved by everybody. And there have been so many improvements in the last 10 years. I mean, the first thing was just getting those bathrooms open, cleaning it up. You know, the, the, the Michigan Department of Natural Resources has done a really good job of doing that. They brought in MDOT to improve the bridge and the roads. Um, a, a lot of things to just make the park better for everybody. Well, in addition to improving the amenities, uh, which was huge, yeah. um, they, also have t- they also took steps to make the park safer and to make folks feel safer, which is an entirely different thing. I know that there was some controversy about the Michigan State Police Department patrolling the island and and park rangers. Is that mostly in the rear view now? I think it is. I mean, there's always, you know, disagreements that happen from time to time, but the park is is safe. Um, uh, I think everybody knows, you know, the, the, you know, how to behave. Um, And uh, uh, I've certainly not seen any, uh, any incidents and not have heard of any in recent years. You know, Maude, it's, it's clear that Belle Isle holds a special place in the hearts of Detroiters. Uh, you get about 5 million visitors, I believe, annually. How do you balance, though, pr- preserving the parks, that natural beauty of Belle Isle and that historical significance, while you ensure that it remains accessible for all of those people who want to come? Well, that's a challenge, isn't it? Uh, I mean, Belle Isle is, is you know, 985 acres, so there's room for a lot of different things. So for families, there's the, the pavilions that for picnics there's and reunions, there's the beach. Um, a lot of people love to just go out and sit on Sunset Point. How many wedding pictures have been taken at the Scott Fountain? Uh, you know, many, many things for families to do. There's places to see, like the aquarium, which we run, the Belle Isle Conservancy. Um, and this year, the, the Anna Scripps Whitcomb Conservatory will be reopening probably late in the year. Uh, so that's another great thing to see. There's the Dawson Museum. There's the Nature Center, which was recently refurbished. So it's a great place for, for families. It's also a great place for nature lovers. I mean, this winter, I've seen people out on the inland lakes on Belle Isle skating. Um, I've seen cross-country skiers, bird watchers. Um, a lot of people are out there just to walk and run and enjoy the, 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 the natural environment. Uh, the DNR has been doing a lot of things to be able to restore habitat and get rid of invasive species, and they've done a particularly good job at restoring the flatwoods, which is one of the, the last uh, remaining uh, uh, original flatwoods in our in our region, if not our state. 
so and then there's the athletic fields. Uh, there's been a lot of improvements to those, and there's all kinds of sports uh, that that happen there. There's a new handball court. So I think that there's a good balance of lots of different things for lots of different people. Well, I think that folks may not be aware that while we don't have a lot of oil and gas exploration in southeast Michigan, uh, where we have had it, which is in the upper part of the state's mitten, um, a lot of those oil and gas royalties go to work down here in places like Belle Isle for improvements through the Natural Resources Trust Fund. I also know that, you know, the Penske folks did a great job when they had the the Grand Prix on Belle Isle also supporting uh, a lot of the uh, improvements there. With the exodus of, of the Grand Prix, is there a, uh, a need for additional funding and where will it come from? Well, first of all, the need for funding on Belle Isle is huge. I mean, there have been estimates um, back in, oh, around 2005, there was a master plan that was done. This is before the DNR became involved, and it estimated well north of $300 million that was needed to restore buildings and, and uh, uh, take care of grounds and so forth. Um, the, 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 you know, it's, it's, a, it's always a question of, of when you don't have enough money for everything, what are the things that you do? Uh, and uh, I think the DNR is really to be credited for doing a lot on the infrastructure of the island, things like taking care of electrical and pumps to take care of flooding issues, um, uh, just just uh, making sure that the, the, the park is operated well. I mean, a lot of that stuff isn't very sexy and isn't very visible, but it's really visible when it doesn't work. Well, we've got about a minute left. Uh, what are What is the future of Belle Isle? What other priorities uh, are on tap for uh, Belle Isle? Well, one of the things I'm excited about is the DNR has done a multimodal mobility study, um, which was really uh, uh, wonderfully done looking at uh, pedestrians, cyclists, and and automobiles, you know, how they move around the island, where the pinch points are, what could be improved. And there's a number of great recommendations that will be put into place in the coming years. One of them is to add, uh, improve the bridge and the entry experience, make that easier for people. Um, another is to add new wayfinding signs so that you can find your way in the park and you know where to go. One of the things the DNR did that was listening to the public, uh, they had a day at the Dawson Museum that we at the Conservancy helped to coordinate last summer uh, that was to get public input on the mobility study. And one of the results of that was keeping the road that rings the island as a one-way road, but with the idea that the roads on the interior of the island would become two-way. So it becomes a lot easier to know which way you can drive. Well, Maud Lyon, Interim President uh, and CEO of the Belle Isle Conservancy, we thank you so much for being here and giving us an update on the great things that the Conservancy is doing to keep our jewel shining. Thank you. Thank you so much. Guy, I'm telling you, it, 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 it looks a, great. The transformation is just astonishing. It's amazing. It's amazing. From It's night and day. And the there. memories that have been made there in the last 10 years that otherwise would not have happened. And more to come. Yes. Looking forward to that. We're also looking forward to All Talk with Tom Jordan and Kevin Dietz next here on JR. We'll see you tomorrow at 6.